This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go on third down. Here comes the rush. Rolling to his right as Herbert sets his feet, takes a shot downfield, has Guyton. Caught! Touchdown, Chargers! There is one quarterback in the NFL that can make that play, and he is on the field here this afternoon. 59 yards, Herbert to Guyton, and it makes no sense. No sense. That's the greatest throw I've ever seen. I'm not kidding you. That is the greatest throw I've ever seen while he's getting hit. Rolling to the right. You can't, nobody makes that throw. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. Coming up 20 minutes from now, Lightning Bets. Our plays for tonight and Thursday night football between the Chargers and the Chiefs in L.A., the voices there of Matt Money Smith and Daniel Jeremiah on the Chargers broadcast last Sunday against the Giants. Yeah, I don't know if nobody else can make the throw, but it's a very, very small group of quarterbacks that can make the throw that Justin Herbert made. What an arm. What a quarterback he has been in the NFL so far. He'll be out there tonight and joining us right now to talk about the Chargers, talk about Justin Herbert and their chances in this game is our guy Jeff Feinberg, Mayo Media, Odds Checker, FTN. He's with us now on the Roman guest line. Jeff, Chargers, Chiefs tonight. Before we uh, get into the game, what was your reaction when Herbert made that throw on Sunday against the Giants? Oh, yeah, I was uh, – I went out in public for that game, and I rarely do. So that was a sign <laughs> of what I thought of the Giants. And, uh, yeah, I jumped up. I don't know. I was probably cheering like a schoolgirl because that one was, was special. It was a pretty stress-free game, but, yeah, that was, that was magic. And I, I did, like, one of those weird things. Like, I even made my five-year-old daughter later that night, like, watch the replay like she cared. Like, hey, come here. Look at this. <laughs> that's like, you know, I've, you're in too deep. But that's where I am. I've been there uh, many times. All right, Jeff, let's talk about the Chargers side, uh, your team first. Unfortunately, the lead in every game this week, the injury report, the COVID list. So tell me, so tell me which injuries concern you the most, and all these guys listed as questionable right now here in the morning. What you expect to happen if uh, if there's been a consistency throughout the season? Uh, we know Rashawn Slater out the left tackle. That one's going to hurt. But Keenan Allen's coming back. Mike Williams has been limited through with practice this week, and the questionable tag. We've got Derwin James, Austin Eckler. Asante Samuel, uh, tell us your biggest concerns and uh, if you think any of those questionable uh, tags are going to be good to go. Yeah, I guess a lot of concerns, and I wish this wasn't sort of the conversation you had to have before the game in terms of COVID. Rashawn Slater is going to be a big low for blow for the Chargers. Trey Pipkins has to step in at left tackle. That's just probably not going 
to work. I don't know that Herbert's going to be able to do what he wants to do, but the Chiefs have a big L from COVID on their defensive line, so maybe those offset. It is that injury report you spoke of, though, Joe. And, and Staley has an ability to let veterans not practice and play. He trusts his veterans. Part of me in thinking they were pretty cautious with Derwin last week was that uh, the Chiefs game was, was coming up. If he doesn't play, that would change everything. That would change everything. There's nobody in the league Travis Kelsey dislikes playing more than Derwin James. That's documented from his own mouth. Derwin James plays four positions for the Chargers defense. It can work against the Giants. It will not work against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. So that is the one I am most fearful of. And I don't know. I'd say every, all those guys go. Honestly, and if they're still a little banged up, then you even let them rest the Houston game up next. And it's almost like it turns into a long extra rest, plus give them Houston off. I honestly don't care. I hope they all go tonight. You watch more Chargers than any of us on this show. What's going on with their run defense? It's like every team can just run on them. In a small sample size, it has gotten better. But what we've seen this year is the Chargers still lack depth, and they're probably still a, a flawed roster construction. Bring in new head coach Brandon Staley. He's implementing a brand-new system, um, and they've gotten slightly better over the last um, little bit if you go back to how they did against Dalvin Cook and how they did against Najee Harris. And I don't know what sort of credit you want to give Saquon, but Joe Mixon, so it's getting better. And maybe there's a reason to believe, guys. Yes, I'm a Chargers fan, but in looking at it, you have a new coach, a brand-new system that's very different than that one high safety that Gus Bradley runs that you just saw the Chiefs put up 100 points on in two games. Um, The Chargers have really changed it up. they got a lot of guys in standing positions that aren't normally standing. So is it crazy to believe that maybe as the season progresses, they get more experience in this new system, they get better? They don't need to be a top-five run defense, but any improvement with how good that offense is uh, will make a world of difference. So I actually see the small gains that that run defense is making in the more recent sample. Jeff, we were talking through some props earlier and and some thoughts on the game tonight, and and I was talking about uh, Justin Herbert for his longest completion, you know, going over his prop, I think it's like 36, 37 and a half yards. And I'm curious what you've noticed, because it felt like in the part of this season, a lot of dink and dunk from this Chargers offense. We played the highlight. We talked about the throw from Sunday. It feels like the last few weeks, maybe the last month or so, they're letting Herbert open it up a little bit more. And with that arm, um, it just makes sense to do that. What what have you noticed there, and and do you think that will continue where – Herbert is allowed, you know, a few times a game to show off that arm and throw the ball down the field. Uh, I absolutely believe that is the case, and you've seen the point totals start to increase. I mean, there was a point in that Bengals game, guys, where they started that thing with 24 points in 24 minutes. Um, Joe Lombardi has stressed that there are play calls and guys that can run routes on in the Chargers offense that probably other teams wouldn't be allowed um, to do. So I want to fully say yes, my concern here is Trey Pipkins um, um, starting at left tackle instead of Rashawn Slater. You give Herbert time in the pocket, that ball will get downfield, and it will get downfield accurately. And the jump ball is part of the Chargers' offense. You know, Bengal fans were surprised. Oh, they keep winning these 50-50 jump balls. No, they're throwing the one-on-one jump balls with Mike Williams and guys that have, you know, five-inch 
um, seven-inch height advantages. So it's part of the offense, and I could easily see that happening uh, tonight, especially uh, the Chiefs' defense. We'll see. I hope the Chargers can bring that full complement because that Chiefs team's getting a little too much credit for my liking, but we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeff, uh, I'm wondering about a slower start to the game. Uh, The last matchup between these two teams, it was a scoreless first quarter, uh, unders 10-4 and on Thursday nights this season, and it feels like that's the case uh, most years, that you see Thursday nights lower-scoring games here. Uh, Do do you expect to see a slower start? The first half total is 26.5. Um, it's kind of hard what to expect. Uh, you know, I think the game, you know, the, how the game develops, like no one would be surprised if Herbert and Mahomes sort of get into this duel. Um, but, yeah, the Chargers have done a really good job at, at putting the top on and eliminating big plays from opposing defenses. So, I don't know. I'm expecting it to go over, but that seems like the chalky vibe that's been been wrong a lot here, especially in prime time. Man, those Herbert games sometimes they go they get crazy uh, in in the fourth quarter, don't they? Absolutely, they absolutely do. And if I could say one thing about the macro sense of the Chargers right now, here, guys, is I, I agree. Like the Chiefs are the team to beat in the AFC. That makes total sense. Why everyone would probably believe in them more than even the Patriots at that you know, when it comes time potentially. But here the Chargers are, and they're three-point underdog to the team to beat in the AFC. I mean, I'm looking forward to loving being able to – how much I'm going to enjoy surfing the Internet tomorrow if the Chargers win because the conversation (laughs) is going to change to what the Chargers might be capable of. Like, if they win this game, the talking heads on the TVs – they, they're going to have the conversation of, we'll be, of me being able to daydream about really what could be possible. <laughs> I agree. We'll be on the bandwagon. I'm curious your thoughts. I'm looking at some props for tonight. Mahomes to throw an interception. He threw two the last time they played, and the Chargers have forced 10 interceptions this season. Yeah, that does seem like uh, a very intriguing option. If Derwin James and Asante Samuel aren't playing, I would be concerned. That's really going to stretch the Chargers out, and they would have, you know, CFLers in very dangerous positions. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, if you're asking me, I love the CFL. I don't mean to throw a slight, but on an NFL field versus Mahomes versus the Chiefs, that's not going to work out well. Um, You know, they've allowed a lot of big receivers to come to life when they've had injuries back there. Uh, but, yeah, it seems like Mahomes is still continuously making the mistakes and the exotics that Staley's going to show him. Mahomes doesn't like to give up on a down. So sometimes there ends up just being these pop-ups that go out there. So, yeah, I like that. Plus 120, I'll take it. Jeff Feinberg joining us here at Mayo Media, big Chargers fan. Let's talk about Brandon Staley. You know, he was everyone's darling at the beginning of the year, off to a great start. Then they struggled a little bit. Then the conversation about Staley kind of changed and just people kind of forgot about him. Obviously, he's done a nice job. They could win the West, but even if not, make a playoff trip in his first year. Uh, what have you noticed? What, what's been your thought on Brandon Staley as his first season has evolved? We know he's a very aggressive coach. From the first moment I heard him speak, I literally fell in love with the guy. Um, he's so respectful, thoughtful, articulate. Uh, you know, listening to his press conference is honestly this might examine like where i am in life but there's some of the highlights 
of my week, just letting hearing him speak for 20 minutes about football. The charge. This is the biggest Chargers game in years. This is the biggest Chargers game of Herbert's career. But there's a calmness. There's like a calmness over Charger fans because of the future of the Chargers. Just feels like it's in such a good place. And so much of that is obviously Herbert, but it's equally for me, Brandon Staley. And I'm so intrigued about the strategic approach he's going to bring to this game. Um, will it be that, you know, balls to the wall, fourth down and everything, fourth and Staley, you know, like a T-shirt I ordered off the Internet says, uh, you know, fourth and Staley, that's like the new motto of the Chargers. Um, I, I don't know, but there's going to be a strategic element that he brings to this game, and you'll see it very early, almost what his game plan is going is going to be. I love All right, him. Jeff. Hi. I love him. I'm obsessed, <laughs> I'm obsessed with Coach Daly. Chief I know Cole. you are. I know you are. You're still holding out hope that he's going to take down Belichick for the coach of the year. Hey, you know, the Chargers, if you sweep the Chiefs and, and then you go on a run here, you win – what most people believe going into the season was the toughest division in the NFL. Won't Staley have a strong case? Yes, of course he'll have a strong case, but that would be a tough one to take it away from yeah. Belichick. Everyone wants to fully give him his due back after we all glossed it on Brady, and no one would love anything more than Belichick getting coach of the year the same night Brady gets MVP the night before the Super Bowl. Well, the world needs a hero to prevent that Super Bowl from happening. And maybe Justin Herbert can be that hero. And I will actually be cheering for the Chiefs if it's Chiefs versus Patriots and the Bucks won like the early game in the NFC Championship. We just need a hero to prevent that Super Bowl. I don't care where it comes from. I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on Justin Herbert. Back-to-back 30 um, touchdown seasons. I, I know the Chargers just have to be winning, but what's it going to take for him to start to con- be considered elite? Uh, I think that's happening. And sort of seeing that conversation this week, it's kind of already happening. You mentioned that back-to-back 30 touchdowns. Um, It's an incredible list of players who have done that. It involves Justin Herbert, end of list, to start a career. Um, So that is where it is. And, yes, when that begins, well, honestly, might begin at 1130 tonight, friends. Uh, Jeff. (laughs) Jeff, last thing for you. We've got to hit on some golf like we always do in our conversations. It's the time of the year where you're allowed to take a little bit of a break until we get back to Hawaii. But uh, tell us the feelings. How was it seeing Tiger? Uh, it's great. And I think, guys, I think, like, he rope-a-doped us. Like, telling us he's, you know, that whole press conference, only to see him out grinding on the range every day, would all be looking for this weekend in the father's son. Like, if he hits two or three balls at, like, maximum speed, like a full go, that would be a good enough, incredible um, sign. And I think it's a great sign going forward. We're going to get everything we want out of this guy. Like, I think he's going to even play a little Champions Tour golf in a few years, something I didn't believe in the past. We're going to get Masters, like, with Charlie on the bag. Like, it's great. It's so it's, – it's a wonderful – thing to happen and I don't even Sunday Night Football promoted the Father Son Challenge for this weekend on NBC. They sold out. You can't even get tickets on the secondary market because the people that bought them don't even want to sell them. They just want to go see Tiger. It's gonna be great. Yeah that's awesome. Jeff we always appreciate you hopping on here. Uh enjoy the game tonight. Uh enjoy watching Justin Herbert and uh enjoy your fourth and Staley t shirt. Did you get a t shirt or a sweatshirt by the way? (laughs) 
No, it's a it's a sweat it's a t shirt. Uh fourth and fourth and Staley. Yeah. I don't know. It's creative, so I'll support that guy who created it. I like it. I, sort of like I what we awesome. go by. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I just looked it up. Jeff, we appreciate hopping on. Have a good one. We'll talk soon. Jeff Feinberg, Mayo Media, Odds Checker, FDN. He was on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care free D, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoma.com slash now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash Now Jalen Waddle's on the list. Jeez. Oh. Uh, Jets. I wish I loved a team as much as Jeff loves the Chargers. That Seriously. I'd love to go back it, back in time and have that. Well, For real. His passion really made me happy. It just rings through. You can hear it. Lightning bets next on the BetQL Network. <laughs>